103. It's the best bits of Manchester's best breakfast show all stuck together in MP3 sellotape. Love Mike and Chelsea. Love the Toulon cast. Hey, this is the Key 103 Toulon cast, the best bits of Mike and Chelsea in the morning on Key 103. Uh, I'm Mike, this is Chelsea. Hello. Key 103 Toulon cast. Jeff Banks is here. Woo! Jeff, you look very smart, but then I'd expect nothing else because you're Jeff Banks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you ever... just changed on the motorway. (laughs) Do you ever dress down? Do you ever have anything? Because every time I see you in a really smart sort of three-piece suit, do you ever hang around in trackies and brogues? Uh, no, I don't. Although when I'm cycling, um, when I actually finish a bike ride, yeah. uh, get the lycra off, <laughs> and then I stick a pair of shorts and that kind of stuff on when I've done that. So. Yeah. Which I, I was doing yesterday. I was racing yesterday. Were you? Yeah. Were you in London yesterday? Uh, no, I was in Kent yesterday. I was oh, right. doing the uh, Tour of Kent, which was a 130-kilometre bike race. Yeah. Oh, right. Was that a lot of bike riding. <laughs> you do, don't you? You're a fit guy, aren't you? You and well, Lord Sugar so. always there on your bikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he just talks about it. I've never seen him on a race yet, <laughs> old Alan. No. Your, your mate... Um, he got fired. The, yes, he did. <laughs> um, your, mate, your mate Prince Charles was on the TV yesterday. Was he? He pops up every now and again. Yeah. He was doing the memorial service for the for the 9-11 victims. Right. Of course, it was the, the anniversary, wasn't yeah. it? The 10th anniversary yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, obviously, everyone was talking about it over the weekend and stuff. Do you remember where you were when the, the World Trade Center was attacked? Uh, yeah, I was in Hong Kong, and I came out of a restaurant in Hong Kong, um, and the guy that I was with got a call, he was American, got a call from the States, and said, uh, there's a plane just gone into one of the World Trade Center buildings. So everybody thought it was a small plane, and then I got in the car and went back to my hotel, and by the time I got back to the hotel, there were a load of, like, American guys there from different financial institutions, and they'd set a big screen up in the lobby of the hotel, and there must have been about 300 of them watching it. And every one of them was in tears because they all had friends that obviously had mm. perished in the, uh, in the disaster. So, uh, yeah. There, there were loads of documentaries on over the weekend. Yeah. I saw one, uh, my favourite one was on one of the Sky channels. I think it might have been Sky News HD. And they had, uh, it was a proper sort of one-on-one interview with George yeah. Bush. Yeah. about his day and it's amazing that he, he just sort of came across on this on the show and he sort of he said I didn't really know what I was doing yeah. I had no idea what I was, what the strategy <laughs> we, we was sensed that, they yeah. were just really they like were, a vacant just, look on his face <laughs> yeah when he was told in the classroom no, I'll just carry on I'll carry just, on with your times table carry on reading children I'll just sit here looking confused but bizarrely for the, the sort of 24 hours of, of September the 11th he was just on Air Force One wasn't he flying from place to place absolutely no idea what he was doing yeah and then, of course, they went to war with it, with Afghanistan. Still no idea what he was doing. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so I've got to say, by the way, thank you very much. Uh, I've, I've got a, a, a Jeff Banks suit I bought from Debenhams. I don't know why I'm thanking you. I actually bought it. <laughs> uh, but it, it's a lovely well, fit. It, it, everybody that buys one, it is a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Chelsea... <laughs> and we, we treat our privileged customers like that. Yeah. You know, I sort of, whenever I see somebody in the street, you know, I sort of down on one knee and I bow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the lads that turn up with the Jeff Banks underpants on and flash those. <laughs> yeah. They get yeah. double bow. They, they, so, yeah, they get double special treatment. <laughs> uh, Chelsea actually um, had, with her wedding, of course, you know, Chelsea got married recently, had a load of Jeff Banks suits, her groom, it wasn't uh, the a ushers. Load. It was a It was a... Well, don't know I'm saying a load in a derogatory way. It was a load. It was a load. A job load from the warehouse. It was like... It was a kind of technical um, expertise. I mean, we were measuring Uncle in Australia. I know. He came to my hotel room in Australia, in Melbourne. Did he? And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he actually turned up, banged on the door, and this guy with <laughs> sort of, not exactly corks around his hat, but he had, like, shorts on yeah. and a shirt. 
and said... And a shark tooth uh, and necklace. And a shark tooth, yeah. And yeah. Said, all that stuff. I mean, he looked like Crocodile Dundee when yeah. he turned <laughs> up. They weren't <laughs> going to let it. They weren't going to let him in the hotel. I said <laughs> yeah. to him, how did it go? He went, great. Yeah. He was married to Sandy Soddingshaw. Sandy <laughs> Soddingshaw. That's a way to speak about someone's ex-wife. It all went very well. I've brought some pictures in so you can oh, see how they, okay. how they looked. The yeah, w- yeah, the wedding went off very well. So, yeah, no, the nice, nice, nice suits on everybody. Yeah, the really. cleaning lady was a bit suspicious Except when I got Mike. him in my room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike, yeah. Mike turned up to, the, to my wedding in shorts. No, no. that's not he entirely did. true. He did. No, that was, I turned up to the evening doing shorts. Oh, it, right. it was about 80 degrees. But was it a short suit? No, no. it was just it, <laughs> Bermudas. Yeah. My mum wasn't happy. No, she that, wasn't. Though. We're still not talking. <laughs> Which when he to... gets married, you know, as he's been very naughty. Oh, I'm coming in dungarees. I can make him a short. He thinks I'm joking, I'm really not. Jeff Banks, the the British design guru, has (laughs) descended (laughs) I'm humble. Descended from his high place and he's now with us working class. Uh, Jeff, it's lovely to see you again. Um, how's business going? The Debenham suits selling okay? It's great. Everything's good. uh, Yeah, I've opened um, three shops in Beijing since I last saw you. Have you? I'm opening uh, Two more in September. Yeah, in, so, uh, all in Beijing. All in Beijing. Okay. Yeah. Is there so, a reason for the for the for your Far East uh, flaunt? Uh, <laughs> no, just that I fancy doing it. I mean, it's like going to be the place over the next ten years. I mean, it's just uh, they're suddenly becoming very fashionable. They've got plenty of dough, um, and it's going to be ten years from now. It'll be like Japan. Yeah. Um, so uh, I wanted to get in at the beginning. You know. I'd old Smithy beat me to it in Japan. A oh, bit. did he? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got to get in there before Old Smithy. I'd love, to, <laughs> I'd love to be like you, but I don't yeah. know anything about fashion. No. And that's, that. <laughs> that's, 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 I'd love to exactly like me. On a daily basis. <laughs> I'd love it if someone says to me, "How's life going, Mike?" So yeah, I just opened up a couple of stores in Beijing. I, just, <laughs> I wouldn't know where to start. Um, I, couldn't, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't run a Welk stall. Um, anyway, uh, so listen, it's all going very well for you. And yeah. again, you're behind um, the People's Cat. Walk, yeah. which is a terrific. No, thing. I'm going to be in front of the people's. Oh, you're in front actually, of the people's walk. Yeah. So we did this last year. So it's now in its second year, and it's at the Trafford Centre this coming weekend. And and it's like a a proper professional catwalk, giving uh, everybody of any uh, you know age or, or sex or, or um, gender or, or ability or anything yeah. the chance to do a proper catwalk thing. And it's all for charity. Absolutely. Uh, Trafford Centre have been very generous in actually giving a catwalk over that they have uh, professional shows last weekend, and they leave the catwalk up so that we get the use of it. Um, so it's the full Monty, uh, lighting, sound, everything. Uh, and then we invite people to come down the catwalk. They actually pay to do it. All the money goes to the Christie, um, which is a really worthwhile charity here in uh, in the, the north uh, northwest because uh, um, it's based around Manchester and, and Cheshire, really. But they get lots of people from... Um, all over the UK coming there. And also, uh, the research that they're doing has a massive effect worldwide. Oh, it's groundbreaking in the Christie, isn't it? Oh, completely. I mean, whenever you hear of a development in cancer research, um, the chances are that Christie are in there somewhere. So it's really worthwhile. And when you consider, um, in the UK today, every family, every family, at some stage will get touched by cancer. Every yeah, family. in fact, there's so, some even more frightening cancer <coughs> stats out today as well, aren't there? I mean, Chelsea, yeah. sadly, you know about the Christie yeah. all too well. Yeah, my nan's in the Christie at the moment. She's been in about a week now, and um, it's. I it, sense best wishes to Nan. Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. yeah. I hope you're get okay, well, Nan. Nan. She'll be like, yeah. Jeff, well, who? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, she knows him well now. Yeah, she does. No, it's um, it is a, it's one of those things. I think. Well, with any uh, charity, unless you're touched by it, you're not. You don't sort of yeah. give it a second thought. But um, I've been, I've spent a lot of time in the Christie over the last 17 months that Nan's had cancer, and um, you know there are inspirational stories and great people there. But you know there is so much sadness, and it doesn't matter what's happened in your life. You know, yeah, you've had a great wedding or whatever. There's nothing like stepping in to bring you back to reality and to just give you a bit of a reality check of how hard life can be. There's a lot of poorly people there and it's... Um, but the amazing thing is, with all of the work that they're doing, yeah. uh, what they've done is minimum minimize the or minimize the chances of it actually being you know, a bad outcome because yeah. so many people now, um, they actually recover... They go on to lead a full life. I mean, that's fantastic. That's what research has done. Yeah, well, the uh, research centre's huge. Yeah. And I think, you know, they've just had this massive breakthrough with um, skin cancer, yeah. and that's come from Manchester, uh, from the Christie. And then they're opening these two um, lunar sites, they call them, in Oldham and at Salford, so you don't have to go to the Christie, which is already rampant with people, to receive chemotherapy and radiotherapy. Yeah. And it's just about getting out there and touching more people, hopefully with a better ending. Yeah, so we're, we're trying to raise as much money as we can uh, for the Christie, which is the largest cancer centre in Europe. I think they treat something like 40,000 patients a year, which yeah. is incredible. So, um, What makes me laugh, by the way, is when you sat waiting for your appointment, it flicks up on the telly how many sausages that they use in the Christie every month, <laughs> how many eggs are cracked and how many toilet rolls they go through. And oh, nice. When you sat there waiting, it, it does pass the time. <laughs> yes, I suppose it does. Look, if the sausages have gone up since yeah. last month. Any... I bet you're great in a pub quiz, aren't you, when they ask that about Christie? How many toilet rolls in Christie? Yeah. And you've got I know the there's 32,000 sausages. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to do our bit for the Christie and, and Jeff again you're always doing good stuff for other people no wonder you're a friend of Prince Charles <laughs> so thousands of, of, of gland up shoppers are going to try and help us raise loads of cash uh, Chelsea and I are hosting some of it on Saturday and Sunday uh, Jeff of course is, is sort of the guy behind the people's catwalk we're trying to raise vital cash so if you fancy strutting your stuff Chelsea there a, there's a website or something that people yeah, can yeah um, if you just go to key103.co.uk forward slash breakfast you can register on there obviously there are model scouts there so if you're a professional you want to get into it this is your kind of X Factor stage. Well, last like. year, the, the, we went about 12 or 13 people actually picked up as yeah. professional models yeah. by agencies off the back of it because all the proper right. agencies are there scouting. Yeah, as they're well. all sat by the side. Yeah. So, as well as raising money for the Christie, it's, it's also, also your chance to be a model. It can be yeah. a bit of fun. You know, if, if, for example, you need a bit of a confidence boost or you're there with your mates or you don't have to, you know, be. And you six don't have to buy stone. an outfit at the no. Trafford Centre on the day. It's great if you do, because I think all the shops need some support because they're all getting involved in yeah. it. Uh, you know, Debenhams have put up a load of prizes for it. Um, but you can actually just model your favourite outfit. Yeah. Uh, and last year we had whole families coming down the catwalk. That it was, was really brilliant. Funny, so, yeah. yeah, we had loads of the Hollyoaks girls there last year. Yeah. Uh, and a couple <laughs> from Emmerdale and me, of course. I put some of the male models to shame. <laughs> I, I, they were, I, was, they, I was sort of no, almost... you were shamed. Oh, that was it. I knew, I knew the word was in the sentence. <laughs> I, I thought it was like a rerun of Zoolander. When <laughs> down, you know. and he, do, do you remember when he did oh, that blue steel? Yeah. <laughs> at the, the end of the catwalk. It was just brilliant. You've actually found 
Buddhism. I was in the hospital with my nan the other day and we were waiting for a doctor to come over and he came over and he was a little Chinese guy and he, he got talking and I started to realise that he was he was quite a special kind of guy in his beliefs and the way in which he lives his life and he was talking about how he, he was ringing his father and giving his father advice and all that and um, I found him to be quite inspirational and it made you feel quite uplifted. So an inspirational little Chinese man. Yeah. Did he say things like Wax on, no. wax off. No, he didn't. But it was just more about how to um, see things in life and how to deal with them and how that can ultimately change. Oh, don't be weird. <laughs> He's not, Mike's not playing any music. This is the sound of your mind. Is it really? Chelsea, you are the awakened one. All right, all right, I'm listening, I'm listening. Let's just um, play the music because it sort of adds to your story. No, I feel like I want to go to sleep or I should be massaged. I felt that before I started playing the music. And um, and so I just sort of asked him what his belief was, what his philosophy in life is. And he mentioned Buddhism. He didn't go into detail, he certainly didn't push it on me or anything like that. But I was, like I say, I was quite inspired. So I'm sat with my mum in the waiting room with my mobile and I've got uh, and the Amazon app with the one-touch buy everything and get into debt uh, option <laughs> and um, and so I, I looked at, at Buddhism and there were two books and I thought right I'll buy them both because they were only about two quid and one was uh, sort of the history of it and the background of it and all that kind of thing more of the um, you know the ins and outs of it and the way it works and all that and the other one was like it was called the little book of Buddhism and it's only a little and you keep it in your pocket and it's designed to inspire you so wherever you open it on that day that page will give you some kind of uplifting it gives you a little nugget yeah yeah basically. like you open it up and it says something like don't run with scissors. <laughs> it's a bit deeper than So that. you're seeing it as, in effect, a self-help book? Yeah, a little just bit. It's not a religion as such. It's is a Buddhism way not a religion? It is a, yeah, it is a religion, it is. isn't it? But it's, it can also be a philosophy, a way of thinking. I suppose thinking. All, all religions can yeah, be, really. Yeah, a way yeah. of, um, you know, taking things in and, and changing them. And what he was sort of saying to me is, you know, we get very bogged down in our lives, don't we, and the things that happen to us. And, you know, anxiety can have such a different effect on the body, real physical effects on the body. Absolutely. And the way in which you process information and deal with it can change not only you as a person, but the outcome and all this kind of thing. So I'm, I'm about four pages in <laughs> and <laughs> I like it so far. Are you four pages in? Well, no, because I mean, I've had a... You just wax lyrical on it for about 20 minutes. How can you only be four pages... I've read a few other bits, oh, but right. um, I've had a little pot butter in the bottom of my garden for years, six <laughs> years, I'd say. And does that help? No, it doesn't. Was it from B&M? I never knew his importance or what he, he stood for. You know, you buy these butters from various <laughs> stalls and market events, don't you? Yeah. You don't, it's only because it's a little, some little fat guy with his hands on his knees and you don't really know what it's all about so I, I'm up to now I like it and I think I'm going to try and change the, Are way, you? the way I think about things. Are you really going to? Because, you know, one thing we, we often talk about on this show, change, you, know? you and I are very different, aren't we? Yes. And I, I like to think of myself as fairly positive. Um, and you, on the other hand... No, but you are... You're, I'm not you're, pessimistic. I like to say I'm a realist. Yeah, but people who say I'm a realist means pessimist. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Chelsea, though, I've known you for quite a long time, and you do buy into these little fad things. Not that Buddhism is a fad, because obviously millions of people subscribe to it. There's but, a Buddhist in Stockport. But, but, but from your point of view, is it not just a case of joining a new club? No, because I'm not going into it with anybody. I'm just, you know, obviously there are other people who believe in the same thing. You've already thing. paid money to join the club, No, though. I haven't. You have, you've it, bought the book. Two quid, who does that go to? It goes to the Collins, not Buddhist Saros. That's even worse. 
Anyway, so I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a bit of, you know. Do you think that the school of elders has passed something down to you? Oh, no, I'm not making, I'm not making pictures <laughs> looking at me like. Can you please take this seriously? I, I think this is good. I think this is good. I think this is a good thing. Bit of positivity. I'm going through in your life. a rebirth. I you think. are. I'm going to come out the other side with so a bald head. <laughs> That's The Wanted <laughs> and Lightning on Q103, where Chelsea has found the path to happiness. And for the first time in her life, without the use of six glasses of Suave and an 11-inch meaty feast. I'm not giving them up. Chelsea has now found the path to liberation via Buddhism. And she has immersed herself into this new spirituality. There are people crashing their cars All right, on the turn M60. Weird music off. Oh, I've never liked you more, Mike. Did you like my voice when I, I speak like that? What are you wearing, Mike? A grey. My Grundies. Green oh. Regular oh, grey Grundies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Angela in Offerton says, Chelsea, Chelsea, it's not a Buddhist. That's a Harry Krishna you've seen. Oh, is it? I've actually seen him near your house a few times. What's Angela doing outside your house? I've seen him I'm near your house. Near me. So I don't know how often he's actually there, but maybe he's actually sending you vibes. Do you know, it was funny that I saw him yesterday. I, I've seen him a few times, and um, I was in a taxi a few months ago, and the guy said to me that he did used to be an Olympic swimmer, this guy. Really? And he does have the, the orange um, robe on. Uh, I just presume... No, oh, the orange robe. No, that's Harry Krishna. Oh, right. Yeah, that's not... But you're, you're getting all confuddled with your spiritualities. Uh, Anne's on the phone. Orange, Good morning, Anne. Morning. Morning. Where are you? I'm in Denton. Anne, in Denton. Have you ever met a, uh, a Buddhist? Not personally, but I've seen a few when I went on holiday in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Oh, right. You, you saw uh, them? I've, okay. I've, wit I've witnessed the race. I know the, the sort of people that they are. You've witnessed uh, the, the, the what, sorry? <laughs> the race. You know, the people, the, the sort of people that they are. Oh, the race. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, are they all little, bold, fat men? They're bold. Are they? So they're not, necess not necessarily bold. Not necessarily fat. Right, okay. Did you know much about the religion or what their, you know, thoughts were and processes and all that before you went? No, not really. And did you um, learn much when you were there? Uh, well, I've just learned that they are a very peaceful, uh, genuine, uh, lovely race. And did it rub off on you? Did you feel quite peaceful? I did, actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping for that inner peace. Yeah, you see, that, that's what Chelsea needs, you see. Chelsea's <laughs> at turmoil internally. Yeah. Uh, and she just needs to find her, her, her good self somewhere. She's lost herself along the way. She's a, she's a lost soul. <laughs> Is it fair to say, Chelsea, think, you just think... picked... Uh, Chelsea, have you just picked, like, a little bit of the religion? They look all friendly and stuff, so you thought, oh, well, I've got to be one of them. No! Or have you seen their icon and thought to yourself, I look a bit like that, but with more hair? <laughs> Oh, I've thought to myself, I like what they stand for. I do you like believe them. in reincarnation? They're big on reincarnation. Do you believe um, in that? Do you know, I, I do, and I, I have done ever since it. I was well, a puppy. You're, you're, you're a, a Roman Catholic. <laughs> what? You're a Roman Catholic. I was making a joke, you moron. <laughs> you just missed it. You just I missed told me. you, when you make a joke, you have to let people know before, and maybe a wink. <laughs> I can't tell what he <laughs> so we don't miss it. It was that wink that got me into trouble. <laughs> uh, and, and thank you very much indeed. So you'd rec recommend Buddhism for anybody, would you? Yes, why not? <laughs> Thank you. Could I be a Buddhist and a Catholic at the same time? No. Why not? A Kuddhist. I could be a Kuddhist. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Uh, over the weekend, I honoured I was uh, to be invited to Matt Haslam's stag do. And we were honoured to have you there as well, Mike. That's very kind. <laughs> um, we, we went to the Reebok 
to see the Mighty Whites, and um, we had a box. We had a box actually, oh, which God. is a very rare thing. So, yeah. so we, we we had a proper box at the Reebok to watch. I mean, it was your stag do. You're a big Whites fan. Well, it didn't quite pan out. The I way kept you wanted. saying before the game, I kept saying it doesn't matter what the score is. It's like, you know, as long as it gave me a, a little bit to enjoy, maybe a goal, a consolation goal, or something like that. I didn't have high expectations for a draw or even a win. And sure enough, <laughs> I was completely gutted. Afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in this little box, and they had a nice finger buffet. Uh, and Trevor, our producer, put some pictures on the uh, on the Facebook site of Matt chomping into your pork um, thing. Sword, yeah. Sword. And um, but you weren't allowed to drink on the terraces, so we had a little balcony <laughs> bit, didn't we? So you had to you had to kind of you, you had a quick pop in, a quick sip, and then out again to watch another United goal. Right. And that's the kind of the way. It <laughs> <laughs> Surprised Matt didn't just stay yeah. in. I missed twelve of the goals. <laughs> and then we went on a night out in um, in Manchester. Could I just say actually, at one what? stage, I think United were four 0 up. They were just about to score the fifth goal. Obviously, if you're a United fan, even as a neutral, it was a brilliant game from their point of view. United yeah. absolutely at the top of the game, bolted horrendously bad. But I think it was four 0 We looked over to Mike. And Mike was asleep. <laughs> oh, yes, I did fall asleep. He's drifted off. The only person who could possibly have drifted off during that game. Oh, and we lost him. Do you know I got all my wedding pictures back on Friday? Yeah. And three of them, you're asleep. I'm not Listen, I joking. think it's a condition. I really do. I've got you to get it where I can. That, is it Eddie who's got that? Oh, the narcolepsy. Did you just fall asleep Epilepsy. on the toilet or something? Yeah, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm, is I'm it just... catching? You no. need to stop hanging out 26,000 people were shouting, were booing at the top of the lungs. And Mike was snoring. <laughs> I was only asleep for about five minutes. I'd had a lot of booze. I'm not good at drinking in the day. <laughs> and um, then we went into town. We went, into, we went back into Manchester. I wanted to go out in Bolton. Did you sleepwalk there? No, I had. I know I was very good though. I perked up a bit. <laughs> right. And um, I've got to say, by the way, have you met Matt's brother? Yeah, Ian. Isn't he exactly the same as Matt? We used to work together uh, at not, Pizza Hut. <laughs> no, no, we both used to work for the same company. Right, so okay. I've, I've had a dinner with him. He's like, he's just like you. He's like a cross between you and a slightly younger Bob Holness. <laughs> <laughs> He's a really nice guy. So it's just like having double Matt, isn't it? It's like there's another Matt. It's exactly different. the same. He's got a cooler haircut, yeah. but apart from that, identical personality, <laughs> identical sense of humor. A great time. A really nice bunch of lads. Um, we went to we went to a few places in town. We also we went to Deansgate Locks. I've not been now, there for a very long time. Do you know, can I put it out there? <laughs> there's and, a reason for that, Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, no disrespect to any of the bar owners on Deansgate Locks. I, I don't know whether it's necessarily for me anymore. No, I once fell on the decking outside in the rain oh, and you? it's put me off going back. Did people start throwing coins at you? <laughs> <laughs> there you are. At one, one stage in one of the bars, they didn't actually want to let us in on Deansgate lots because there was obviously a Greek, big group of lads and they wanted to discourage that kind of thing. So he walked towards them and he said, sorry, sorry, mate, you, uh, you lot can't come in. And so I jokingly said, oh, but we've got Mike Toolan with us. And he said, all right, sorry, lads. Get <laughs> I know that actually. See, my face is my passport. Yeah, that's why he was invited. That's the only reason I wasn't allowed along. Um, but it was just so crowded. Now, Deansgate locks on a, on a sort of Monday to Thursday can be okay. At the weekend, everyone comes in from out of town, don't yeah. they? Mm. And it was rammed. And it was one of those things I, I'd like to turn into my dad thinking, I don't want to spend 25 minutes waiting to get to the bar. And then you think, do I buy three drinks yes. just to last me? And but of course, you don't because it's flat. expensive. Yeah. This music, it's got no tune in it, yes. has it? It's just thud, thud, thud. You can't even make out the words. You can't hear yourself think. It it was all of that. It was all of that. Um, and um, we went to Crowbar, which I do love, on uh, Oxford Road, just opposite the Academy. I love Crowbar, specifically the outside bit. If you've never been to Crowbar, if you want to try a new bar in town, which well, was outside of town, it's sort of Studentville, but go to Crowbar, which is a fantastic place. And um, we actually experienced something which I've never experienced before, Chels. Mm. Gin and milk. 
this sounds like a good idea to me when I've run out of mixer on a Saturday night at home. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you said that because, you know, I've actually brought in some Gordons this morning <laughs> oh and some milk. And I thought Matt and I have both downed this <laughs> and we thought we'd give you some. So we're going to now pour Chelsea a Gordons <laughs> and Cravendale. Expensive. Yeah. There we go. Oh. Mother's ruin and milk. Just give it a bit of a stir with that pencil. Oh, oh, not nice the lead and end. All oh, right, not the lead end. Beautiful. Now, just have a little sip Lovely of that, Chelsea. on that, just like Mother used to make. <laughs> <laughs> right, have a sip of that, Chelsea. Tell you oh, what it you think. It smells horrible. Gin and milk. This is the new thing. No, it just tastes like perfume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gin, milk and perfume. Oh. You don't like it? No. No, it was horrible, wasn't it? Key. We just felt it bad. It tastes like, you know when you were a little, well, you were, I was going to say, you know when you were a little girl, and you used to pick, Maybe. like, flower petals off and mix it with water and sell, uh, like, And make perfume. your own perfume. That's what it tastes like. Really? Yeah, Not I'll a give fan. you that. That's all right, that, thanks. No, I'll finish it off. <laughs> Hair of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrendous, wasn't it? And Matt actually downed oh, about two of those and a couple of pints and then disappeared for half an hour. Yeah, totally. And he came back and he said, can I just have a water? <laughs> did you vomit? I didn't vomit, actually, no. I, uh, it, it wasn't the most raucous of stag events. It was middle class at times, the fact that during the football at one stage, one of my mates came round handing out donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it was very tame at parts. <laughs> it was very tame at parts, but an enjoyable day all the same. I have managed uh, using my powers of deduction very much like Marple. Cluso, etc. Quincy. Uh, to Quincy, yeah. Don't ever smaller. forget Quincy. Don't ever forget Quincy. Because he was the legend. He was the top one, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Although himself. Quincy was really a pathologist, he was, wasn't, wasn't he? he? I'm, well, I'm talking about detectives, me, yeah. yeah? So oh. that's embarrassing you a bit, isn't it? Um, I've managed to track down... Ironside. What? Ironside. Bergerac. Perry oh, Mason. We can stop now. I've managed to track down the Coronation Street murderer, John Stape. You've not. I've got him on the phone. Good morning, Graham. Listen, Quincy was kind of a detective. <laughs> <laughs> but not strictly. That was like his little hobby, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was good yeah. at it, wasn't he? Yeah. But he was kind of... You always got the feeling he was probably a better detective than he was pathologist. <laughs> I you agree know. with you. He was a jack of all trades, wasn't well, he? Above a all... A jack clugman of all trades. A jack clugman of all trades. <laughs> above all, he was a ladies' man. <laughs> you saw the opening sequence of, of, of Quincy Graham where he's stroking that woman's body and you, yeah, think he's yeah. a, you think he's on the boat, you think he's examining a corpse... No, he's just flirting with some bird. Stroking the lady. Probably get poor wife for that now. Listen, I tell you what, you've got a cheek showing your face around here after what you've been up to. <laughs> Come on here, thinking you can plug your DJ in just because you run off to Ireland. And we've seen what's happened. To, have you seen what's happened to Fizz? She's inside because of you. Everyone thinks listen, she, she's murdered Colin. Listen, Enjoy. she never should have married me. She never should have married me. I told her at the time she wouldn't listen to me, and now <laughs> she's reaping the rewards. <laughs> <laughs> now you are actually coming back to Corrie, which is great. So are you actually on I'm, on route to the studios as we speak? I am. I'm, I'm on my way to work as as we speak. Yeah, I've just I've pulled up at, uh, in a side road to chat to you. Yeah. <laughs> the um the last time we saw you on the telly, um, and I, I compared it on the show to the end bit of Halloween. You know when Michael yeah. Myers falls off the edge of the building and he splats and then Donald Pleasance goes, the evil, the evil has gone. <laughs> and then he looks over and Michael Myers, the Halloween murderer, has disappeared. It was exactly like that with you and you fell off the building. Actually, it looked a bit like Quincy in his white coat. Can we move on from Quincy? <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I, quite like, I quite like the Quincy reference. You know, in the new, in the new opening towers of Coronation Street, I will be stroking a woman's leg. We'll think that it's Joy Fishwick and that she's dead and then you'll pull back. You really will be, you really will be stroking a corpse. <laughs> so, so, obviously, John's sort of, you know, murdered-ish, you know, 
Colin, Joy Fishwick, Charlotte. Um, yeah. Now he's... Uh, I can't remember if we know or if I just read this or we saw it on screen. So you've, you've fled to Ireland, haven't you? Or oh, sorry, he's fled to Ireland. Well, well yes, this is, this is uh, what reliable sources think at the moment, that I am, I am in Ireland. They may not be entirely correct, though. Oh, right, OK. So there's the trial... There's Fizz's trial coming up. Fizz's trial is, yeah, is on the way. So basically, so yeah, so you know, you, you could be without. I don't think it's giving anything away to say that you know um, that perhaps uh, John uh, might feel that he can help out in some way or other. Well, I think and, he should. Uh, whether he can or not, bear in mind this guy's record. I'm not sure that he can. <laughs> though, to be honest, he's, he's not entirely a reliable character, no. is he? But no, I think the plan is to kill everybody in Weatherfield, and <laughs> including the judge, and therefore uh, Fizz will be able to get off. You yeah. Know? Do you know the weird thing about the character John Stapes? So, so you had the affair with the the schoolgirl. You've kidnapped yeah. her. You, you've you've murdered people. You've buried colleagues. You've killed an old lady. Yeah. You've murdered an old friend. You, you've done awful things, of course, now to, to to Fizz. And yet, for some reason, everyone still kind of likes you. Yeah, <laughs> he's a likable rogue. It, you must have a very friendly face, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's you know it's it, it's yin and yang. If you kill people but you smile while you're doing it, then you know people will forgive you, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> not in real life, everyone. I'm not, this does no, not work. I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that anybody listening goes and puts that into practice. The great Manchester police will be looking for the grinning murderers <laughs> of 2011, sparked by John State. <laughs> so you're back now. Um, I, I don't know if you can give us any sort of insight into how long you're back for. Is it just a quick sort of burst? And you're off again, or or what um, occurs now? You're, you're absolutely right. I can't give you any insight. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm presuming you can't obviously rejoin the street. Just using my my yeah. my Quincy-esque powers of deduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't Quincy join this. Yeah, you can't you can't join the street now, sort of full time again, can you? Obviously, you can't just go move back in and, and hope that smile makes everyone. I would think. I think what is. Um, as far I've looked through my scripts at the moment, and as far as I can see, I haven't got any scenes sat down in the Rovers having a pint. No. So that 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 certainly isn't going to happen any time in the near future. I don't think. Maybe give it another twenty five, thirty years. I think, and that might <laughs> yeah. be possible. Be you know, but well, just wait till the dust settles. You know. Yeah, I mean, Tracy got sent down for murder, didn't she? She yeah, was out again a couple of years. Yeah, you know yeah, how absolutely. lenient the uh, the judicial system is these days. And listen, apart from that, you're actually now. This is something we we talked about the last time you were here on the show. Um, mm. You're actually like a, a really good DJ, aren't you? Unlike me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't, yeah, but it's very kind of you to say really good. I can certainly, I, I do a bit, would be uh, would be fair to say. And I'm, yeah, I'm kind of, um, and I, I, I've got involved with the, the Ramsbottom Festival that's going on this weekend um, in Ramsbottom. It's got a obviously. good line-up, hasn't it? It's got, it's got an got amazing line-up, yeah. Honestly, it's, honestly genuinely, because I, I, I live in Ramsbottom as well, and I can't, I, ca I can't tell you how excited I am about the weekend, because it's a really, it's, it, they've got a fantastic line They've got some brilliant bands on, like uh, Gillymots and Cherry Ghost, uh, oh, Young great. Knives, and. Uh, um, hey, you not forget oh, you don't don't forget the animals. Absolutely. And don't forget, well, don't I forget. Hang on. The Water Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. And, very good. And of course, like the amazing badly drawn boy. It's yeah, a hell yeah, yeah. of a lineup. So and also, and also, um, tonight, Friday night, they've got a guy playing called Steve Cropper, right. who was one of the house guitarists for Stax Records in the 60s. He played for, like, Booker T and the MGs and the, played on all those, I mean, like, the most amazing guitarists. What, what, was, his, what was his name again? 
Um, his name's Steve Cropper. I thought that was going to um, be Haley's uh, first name before she had the, the change. <laughs> hey, Steve Cropper here. Not anymore. That's good. So, go on. Sorry. No, I was going to say. So, this is it a new thing because I've never heard of the Rams, but I know there's loads of things that go on in Rams. But I believe I believe there used to be a, a much more low key festival that took place, but but this is the first time of it being on this scale. And I think you know they've sold over two and a half thousand tickets for the Saturday already. I think, and there's walk up for the Saturday, and they're nearly, uh, you know, they've got nearly as many sold for the Sunday as well. So it's going to be if the, if the weather's good, it's going to be an absolutely amazing weekend really really fantastic weekend and in the middle of it you get to see john stave do a bit of djing as well what so. kind of music do you do you play um i play quite a lot of kind of northern soul and uh, a bit of funk and um, right across the border anything that anything that, uh, that that is required at the time but kind of my passions would be much for kind of soul and you know play a lot of love and soul and stuff. he's had a few beers they walk into a tent <laughs> 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 you're going to go absolutely <laughs> <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing wouldn't it <laughs> I do tend to get quite a lot of double takes when I'm yeah. DJing if it's, uh, you know <laughs> follow, I, was I, <laughs> I was at um, I was at I DJed at the Wicked Man Festival um, a couple of months ago, yeah. and um, and uh, and I was and my mate ran over to me and shouted me and went, "Look over there! Look over there! Look over there!" And there was a group of ladies of about ten ladies that all had T-shirts on that said "Free Fizz," and on the back of the T-shirts it said, "We found John State 2011 <laughs> Wickerman Festival." So they obviously you know found out that I was DJing there and come stalking in their T-shirts, but it was brilliant. <laughs> well, listen, good luck with it. I hope it goes really well for you this weekend at the Ramsbottom Festival. It's uh, Right over the weekend, so it starts today, doesn't it? It goes on Saturday yes, and it Sunday. It's at the cricket yeah. club down at Ram uh, over in Ramsbottom. It is down at, yeah, down at the cricket club. It's just kind of past them behind the East Langlands Railway um, station. I'm, I'm sure every, you know, all roads will be pointing to Ramsbottom today, so you'll find it no problem. Listen, good luck with that, um, Graham, and good luck with your uh, return to Coronation Street. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. And, Thanks uh, a lot This for has that. been Graham Hawley on uh, it's uh, 7.46. You're right, how weird would that be? I know. <laughs> I found John Stay. He's <laughs> DJing in Ramsbottom. But can I say happy birthday uh, to, to lovely little Lottie? Happy birthday, Lottie. Happy birthday, Lottie. Happy birthday, Lottie Toolan. Happy birthday, Lottie Toolan, who is six today. Uh, I've got an amazing present yesterday. I went to... Um, oh, what, what? Have you received it, it yet? No, I'm not going to tell everyone what it is. Oh, All right. I can, I can say where I got it from. But then that might give it away. Oh, yeah, OK, good point. Yeah. Because right, I, I know oh. where you went and it will give it away. Oh, it will, you're to right. To a point. <laughs> I got it from the Toy Story Island, <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> I got an amazing present. I'm really excited about giving it to you. Um, and um, she was around at my house yesterday uh, with Luca, her brother. And um, I, I was playing with a new app on my phone. And I've I've um, I've incorporated them into it. There's a fantastic new app, right, which is called. And I've got to recommend, and it's not just a thing for kids. This is actually this is fun for all the family. Oh, I love yeah. that. And um, it's called VidRhythm. And what you do is it, it's it's made by Harmonics, who are the people who did Rock Band. You know, on the PS3 and stuff oh, yeah. like Rock Band Two. They're a very innovative bunch. Um, and that you can basically make your own um, pop videos really easily. So you can just film a little thing. And you know, film another thing. You can you can film like you know whatever it is you want to film, and you can put it into like a preloaded song, which will then sample it and 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 play it. And you can choose from different pop video styles you want. It cost fifty nine of your English pennies. 
Are pop stars going to be using it? Pop for their stars will be using videos? this. So you drop in a video sample of anything, and then you stitch it, stitch it together, and, and you can make your own pop video. It's amazing. And song. And song. Oh. Yeah. And Are you allowed to release it? Of course. <laughs> I'm about to play it now. This Let's is an exclusive first. Place. So yesterday I had the kids, and um, we we're talking about bath time, and uh, <laughs> the kids said, uh, I think it was Lossie said, I don't need a bath. And I thought there's a song in that. So I recorded her on the video saying I. And it's then very I Sesame Street. Oh. It's very Sesame you Street. You could have done, I need a loofer, a loofer. <laughs> a loofer is, is what I need. need. Yeah. Oh. So I recorded her. Uh, this, so this is Luca and Lottie, right? And this is me sampling them. But the video uh, is just amazing. But th this is me sampling them on this thing called um, uh, Vid Sorry, Rhythm. Sorry, can I just clarify? On? So you film them and then you submit it? You film me. them on your iPhone or whatever. Audio and video. Audio and video. And then you and then, it type thing. And, it and then you can yeah. mix it up, but okay. really easily. And it's got to be your own kids. No, it's not all about kids. It can be anyone. You can do it yourself. <laughs> right, okay. I'm I recorded... hanging around at uh, any kind of... The first song games. I recorded at the weekend was called I Love My Own Undies, <laughs> which I'll play tomorrow. Oh, so this is the second this single is the, this from is the, the album. This is the difficult this second is the, single. The right. sophomore effort. Yeah, so this is called... This is my kids yesterday. It's called I Need a Bath... And it's Luca and Lottie who, who, who are no, both... I don't need a bath, isn't it? Oh, sorry, yeah, I don't need a bath. you've got to get your song titles right. right. Have I just taken LSD? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a bit of a repetitive intro. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah. Okay, so imagine if you're some NME reviewer. What do you think of my, my second single? I'd say it's a funky, rip-rap, dance-till-you-fall-on-the-floor kind of tune. We made a, um, a, a video, by the way, uh, yesterday afternoon, because really we don't um, uh, have any kind of uh, serious things to do in the day. So we actually made a video yesterday. I'd, I'd found this new app on my phone called VidRhythm, and... Um, and and um, it, it, uh, it basically, I, I sort of got my kids, I sampled my kids saying the words, I need a bath, and I put it into a pop video. Okay, so um, it sounded a bit like this. And it went on like that. Yeah. For probably about nine or ten minutes. <laughs> uh, maybe the novelty wore off after about 30 seconds. Uh, and I thought it was really funny. Loads of people were talking about it yesterday. So yesterday we actually made uh, a Mike, Chelsea and Matt video. We did an adult version. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Well, it's not the first adult video you've been in, Chelsea. <laughs> whoa, me. Although you'd never know from the sound of it. This is very true. So, so we, what we did was we got we got Matt and me and Chelsea, and and we recorded tiny little video snippets of us doing various things. <laughs> so Matt's doing a really weird clap. I do this slightly effeminate clap. It's well, it's a clap effeminate. like Talisa does when she does a standing ovation on X Factor. She's my hero. Oh no, that's Dappy. Oh yeah, uh, Chelsea does her foot stomp. Uh, which is something she's very used to doing, isn't it? Yes, yeah. She doesn't get her own way. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying Chelsea. and But this is really... I'm going to play you a tiny bit of it now, but it's all about the video. There's so, comedy in the video. There's much more comedy in the video than the audio. So it's all about the Facebook today. Facebook.com forward slash Key103. Facebook.com forward slash... Oh, Key103. If you want to see the video to this. Mike. 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 Mike.
Matt, for some reason, is actually lying on the floor. <laughs> you, know, you know when Ricky Gervais did that pop video? <laughs> Mike Kelsey. Matt. Matt. Anyway, it kind of goes on like that. They'll all be singing it in the playgrounds. Like, really, you've got to see It's the video. It's all about the video. Head to facebook.com. Uh, you do look like a bunch of prisoners that have been given a camera. Mike and There are 100 days to go until Crimble. Oh. 99 sleeps. Uh, 50 days to go till Bonfire Night, 45 days to go till Halloween, 37 days to go till the Rugby World Cup Final, and 8 days to go till Matt Haslam gets married! Yeah. Oh. What do you mean, yeah, whoa? It's not as that? fun as it says. You know how people say it's the happiest day of your life? It's only the happiest day of your life because all the days leading up to it are the worst days of your life. <laughs> oh, what's happened? Are you at the list phase? Yeah. This is where, you know, you create a list of things to do and then you feel good about yourself because you tick them off as you're going and then you get to the bottom and you go, oh, it's created a sub-list with another 40 things to do. Is it like that movie Inception? A bit. Is it dreams within dreams within dreams? Yeah. I don't for, like the sound of it. For all those people who aren't aware of our situation at the moment, obviously Chelsea's just got married. I'm yep. getting married. And I'm getting married. You've just announced that you're getting married. Yeah. So there's so many things to do. Do you want, to, do you want me to tell you what I've done over the last month? I, have you been really busy? It's going to scare you, this. Am I playing the wrong music? Should I be playing this? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. I've bought five suits. I've seen three get fitted. I've bought five shirts. I've taken three back. I've bought seven ties. I've taken two back. I've booked a musician. I've selected music before, during, after. After the service. I've been to Ikea three times, Debenhams five times. I've got the rings, the favours. I've joined a gym. I've bought gifts for every child attending. I've had a stag do. I've had a hen do. I've got a can-do attitude. That's vital. I've had a haircut, a photo shoot. I've paid for the honeymoon. I've bought gifts for the best man, the ushers, the mum and dad, the bride. The wedding car failed its MOT. We've had two pull-outs. And because of that, I'm thinking of becoming a Buddhist. <laughs> It. I like that a lot. Um, so, how are the plans going? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, wait, wait, tell everyone where it's taking place then. I we can't can tell because uh, if I tell people where Mike Toolan's going to be uh, on a Saturday, yeah. the terrorist level goes up by about a third, I think. In yes, the UK, that, so. it's, it's something like that. Uh, okay, so it's somewhere next. Can you tell me off air so I know where to turn up? I was going to text you on the morning like they do on Don't Tell the Bride on BBC <laughs> <laughs> And apart from that, how is Helen, your fiance, doing? Is she excited? Oh, she's all right. She's got her feet up. Has she? <laughs> Is she one of these, like, you know, I'll happened. just turn up on the day? She'll be listening now and going, no, I have not. Yeah, I she has. No, she's also working very, very hard. You to be honest, really we've been... split up in the run-up to a wedding. Can you? Pretty much, yeah. Because we're trying to save money, though, we've taken it upon ourselves to do absolutely everything. So, you know, a lot of people rely on others to do stuff. You might think, oh, I've got a wedding planner or, or various kind Are of Are you looking like at that. Chelsea with that comment? We've no, 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 because I hers was... because of it. I couldn't speak Italian. Hers was in a different <laughs> country, but ours, we've done everything. We've done all the invites. We've done absolutely everything together. And to be honest, I really need a honeymoon. <laughs> it's sounding all very stressful. It is. Oh, my God, it's not enjoyable. I the, didn't realise it had all this uh, this hassle entailed. Yeah. It's, it's good for the first couple of months, the honeymoon period after you actually uh, pop the question. That's fine, because all you've got to do is just tell people that you're getting married. That's quite magazines. easy. And then after that, it becomes less fun, and then it becomes <laughs> hell, and it becomes <laughs> more hell, and you get married. <laughs> Happiest day of your life.
weekend. But according to the midweeks, One Direction are going straight to, well, they're, they're number one on the big top 40 and they're going to stay there for the second week. Uh, they sold something like 90,000 copies. They came into Key 103 yesterday afternoon um, and still hysteria. We tried to keep the whole fact they were coming in to see us a complete secret, but somehow it had leaked. They're good, I, these fans, aren't uh, they? The, 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 the One Direction fans are, are just geniuses, aren't they? <laughs> the little Inspector Clouseaus. Uh, if I was chatting to um, Claire from the record company, um, who's been working in the, in the music industry for years, and she said this is the biggest fan base um, and the biggest hysteria she's seen for any band since Bross wow. in 1988. Uh, and she's even worked with JLS. Yeah. So so she, she's been through years and years of them. Um, and she's it's the biggest thing since Bross, the biggest teen heartthrob thing since Bross. Um, which is your favourite, by the way, Chelsea, out of the Gotta boys? Gotta be Harry. Oh, no, I want Harry. Oh. Matt, mine's Matt Goss. <laughs> <laughs> he did um, have nice teeth. He did. Harry, Harry came in yesterday. And Harry's a Key 103 listener. Yes. And he used to live in, uh, in Holmes Chapel. Um, and I was going to say we used to drink in the same pub, but he would have been about four. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. Uh, so he used to have his parents bring him in in a, in a, in a pushchair. Uh, but he's a big Key listener. He came in yesterday, gave me a really big, nice hug, and he was like, he listens to, to the show and everything. They all really seemed nice. quite relaxed, but very excited at everything that was going on. Incredibly excited. Yeah. They, they, they are just properly living the dream, living yeah, the dream. Yeah, gotcha. Um, we chatted to them about loads of stuff yesterday, but we've only got time to play a little snippet of it. We'll put the full interview online at key103.co.uk slash breakfast. Uh, we chatted to One Direction yesterday about uh, Red or Black, the brand new Antidex Simon Cowell game show, which they performed on, uh, of course, last week. Carrie, you look dead <laughs> nervous. You, you, you finished singing and you almost looked like you went, oh, thank God, that's yeah, over. I was, I was quite nervous. You know, everybody looks great, nervous though, on that show. It's just, you know, it was like, Attention. it was our big kind of return to, like, live TV. And it was, it was okay. just kind of weird. Like, it was in the same studios that the X Factor was recorded in. So it was like a massive, I don't know, it was almost like homecoming. Like, it was kind of going back to the studios where it kind of all started for us. So it was weird. It was yeah, really yeah, yeah. You, you've obviously <laughs> had time now to see the, the, uh, the new series of X Factor. Do you like the new judges? You, you we do, yeah. We really like the new judges, yeah. Amazing. Yeah? yeah? It's still a good show, isn't it? <laughs> I, I wonder as to whether, you know, like if you've been on a show like that and you've done really well, yes. uh, would you still watch it and love it? Or do you, do you, is there a kind of tiny part of you that thinks, oh, we've moved on from this now and, uh, and this series isn't as good as our series? No, 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 no I no. think we're all, we're all big fans. We were big fans of the show even <coughs> before we were on it. Uh, but you do kind of watch it now in, in, different way. Yeah, in a different way, much more detail and read into absolutely everything. Kelly's great, though, isn't it? I just think she's, she really means it. It's like she really cares. I think Simon said it was the best panel that they've ever had. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Which is odd, because he's not in it, and that's very... Yeah. Of him, isn't it? yeah. There's no Simon, that. There's no Simon. No. She freaking been... loves the UK as well. She freaking does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and talking of uh, Talisa, so there's been rumours about you guys working with Dappy. Uh, oh, you just said you'd like to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. His song is amazing. Yeah, yeah. is his song? I think his song's out this week, isn't it? Yeah, massive. Well, listen, stop bigging it up because you also want to be at number one next week, don't you? Yeah, a good song is a good song. Well, he might have a bit of time because he did confirm the other day. End dubs. That's it as of next year. I don't know. Yeah. Really? He said yeah. they were splitting for a bit and then get back together. They've got stuff to do next year, appearances. They've got booked in, and then that could be it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but Talisa's on the X Factor. He's doing his own thing. Fizz is probably doing it with him. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys going to perform on this series of X Factor? Well, if they'll have us on. No, if we get invited. We if you get invited. Up. Okay. So <laughs> what's coming up for you guys now? So wh when's the album out? Um, album's out towards the end of the year. November. Followed yeah, with... November. November yep. time. Followed yeah. with a tour that will carry on through to next year. We've also got a book coming out. Yep. Harry, you're speaking very slow. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, no, 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 no,
Harry, tell them how excited you are in very slow voice. I'm so excited that we've got a book coming out. That's everything great. else. All right, chaps. That excitement was genuine. That, I, could, I could sense it. It was palpable. Heartfelt. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah, have a good vocabulary. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, this has been one yeah, direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the Tool and Cast for this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're back on the Key 103 Breakfast Show Monday to Friday between 6 and 10 and on Sundays between 10 and 12. We'll see you next week on this podcast. Key 103. Tool and Cast.